final word podcast, Pathfinder Adventure. Characters are a combination of many things. Abilities, personalities, appearances, etc. One thing that might get overlooked, however, when building a character is one of the most prominent, a name. Obviously, a name, or some other moniker, is used all the time, and that name can have implications in how the character is treated. If a character is known as Silas Destroyer of Souls, they're going to be viewed differently than one known as Silas the Happy. Knowing that a name has power, how should you go about coming up with that name as you're building a character? Well, there are many different ways this can be done, and really, there is no right way. Instead, I'm going to go through how our players have picked names for their characters, and then give some additional resources to help you. First, let's start with Nimbliana. When Tyler was designing the character, he came up with a concept. Then he used an example from pop culture to parody. This gave him a start for the character's name. From there, he took some artistic license and made changes to the base name that has led to a name that has brought, in my opinion anyway, some fun interactions. Next, we have Willacoya. Again, Sarah started with a concept of an elf with a reverence of nature that borders on obsession. She then thought of all the names of trees she could come up with, and let me tell you, that is a large list. From there, she used one of her favorites to base a name off of. The name definitely helps to bring to mind a certain image of the character, if you ask me. For Epirus, like the previous two characters, Courtney thought of the character as a whole. Where she comes from, her personality, even what her parents did. This led her to the idea of a Greek or Latin-sounding name. From there, she searched ye old internet to find a name that fit that mental image, and voila, Epirus was born. Now, for Zornia, John followed a route that I often employ. Paizo includes name examples for most of their core races and different human ethnicities. These examples are taken from real-life peoples. Some very dedicated people on the internet have taken these names and created name generators. John used one of these generators that allows filters to come up with the name. I too use this method when coming up with names for my characters. While this method may seem the least involved, it can come up with a name that fits in with the names for other PCs that you might encounter in the pre-made adventures. While Paizo does provide naming conventions for many of the races that they publish, there are still several that are left up to your imagination, like the Suli, for example, which is Epirus's race. As I mentioned, there are several resources online that you can use if you can't figure out one or want some ideas. I tend to use Dungeonetics whenever I can due to the features that have been included in those generators. Now, before we get to the episode, I wanted to let all of our listeners know that we will be doing a giveaway when we reach 5,000 total listens. We will be giving away a set of dice from Die Hard Dice. At the time of the publishing of this episode, we are at 4,400 listens. As we get closer to our goal, we will release more details on the giveaway. As always, please follow, review, and subscribe to the show. We really want to hear from you as well. You can find out the many ways to reach us on our website, finalwordpodcast.com. Now, without further ado, on to episode 29, Singes by Drake. So, after 
couple hours walk. It's nice to leisurely you. walk along a beautiful stream, beautiful day out. You get to the base of a mountain, you look up, and you decide to head up, but just as you do, you hear these big woof, woof, leathery wings. You turn around and you see a green scaled dragon with two powerful legs and a pair of long leathery wings. At the base of its tail it is a long, nasty looking spike. Let's go ahead and roll for initiative. Just what we need. Yeah. I had a 12. Seven. Oh, that's so nice. Not going first. Seven's my favorite number. <laughs> it uh, is. At first you said 12. Sure did. And 11 for Nimbly. Mm -hmm. Seven for Willie. Willa Coyle. Willie. <laughs> <Rocky>. Willie. <laughs> it was Willie. And for Zornia. Willa. I'm going to choose to go with the 10. The 10. The 10. Better than the 5. Choose the 10. Well, Epirus. Yo. It's your turn. Oh, jeez. Okay, so here's a question. If I decide to just, like, bolt, and Dragon Guy is per like goes in the turn prior to my friends, will they all get crisped while I am, like, booking it, potentially? It's a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so I'm going to uh, turn to my right towards the tree the line. Yes. Or are you going up the mountain? No. Okay. I'm so going, you're doing an about face. I am just to go gonna back south. Yeah, I'm gonna, gonna get go myself out of that situation. I'm gonna double back move my way out of there. Well, I mean, we can what is in the direction of Aaron? What's in the direction of? That's up mountain. Yes, I want to go back the way I came. Not up mountain. I like the idea of going up mountain, but I feel like dragon can get there like way quicker than us. What is your? It makes us more visible and exposed. Um, I would think. Your modifier, your initiative modifier. Only three. This Drake sees a meal. It's gonna eat. <laughs> or knows a meal when it sees it. Maybe it'll go for broccoli. And uh, what languages do you guys have? Aquan Elven and Abyssal, so I don't speak Draconic. Does anyone speak before. Draconic? Yeah. I have Common and Aqua. I don't. Okay. Zornia does. So Zornia hears, You trespass on my land, I eat you. Oh, Alright. Interesting. Is she allowed to talk back? I, I mean, you can probably quickly yell. <laughs> Did you just something? Hex me, you bastard! It thinks we're trespassing, guys. Quick, run! You can say something to it and be like, we're leaving. It's more important don't to say something us. to us. Yeah, I don't know if we is want to negotiate. I don't know if one dragon can reason we... with us. <laughs> I mean, if you can talk. Do you remember when we tried to negotiate with those friendly scorpions? Mm. So It worked for Zornia. That might have been my fault. You, you nearly <laughs> died during those negotiations. <laughs> they I kind successful. of just hissed at it. So, as I... Um, this... Drake is about 25 feet in the air, um, right at, over the tops of uh, the nearby trees. And it makes its way uh, directly up mountain and hovers in the middle of the stream. Awesome. Yeah, go over, go, yes, right over there. 
And it, after moving, does this fun little thing where it breathes in and spits a ball of acid out of its mouth. Great. So we're just going to say... Well, at least it's coming out of its mouth. It could be worse. It could be worse. (laughs) Um, Okay. I need to roll... Acid. Okay, that definitely hit, and it hit right here, because it hits a grid intersection. So right behind Willacoya? So, in a 10-foot spread, it hits Willacoya, Heracli, and Nimbliana. I need you all to roll, uh, the, I need the three of you to roll a reflex save. Do I have to add it to anything? It's yeah. 11. Oh, there it is. Okay. 14. And Barakali rolls one, too. Barakali? He does. 10. For Barakali. 10 for Barakali. Barakali and Imbliana take 11 damage. Alright, that's. And 5 for uh, Willacoya. On top of this, as soon as this explodes, all of a sudden that entire area has this milky gas looking stuff. And you have a hard time seeing that, um, seeing that drake now. Oh, invisible smoke. Not that it disappears, it's just, you can't see through this smoke. Is it safe to assume it's still like as high as it was? Like 20 feet? Yes, 25 feet. 25 feet. Yep. <clears throat> and Nimbly Anna. Uh, I'm gonna flee wildly. Does that mean you like wave your arms? Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like over here, over here. Like, <laughs> uh, there's probably some sounds being made that are scream like. <laughs> Uh, They're coming from the whips. <laughs> they could be coming from wherever you want. The the milky white gas likely makes it hard to determine the exact origin of the screams. Uh, so it sounds like Zornia, but... They are similar to that of a little girl, but clearly made by something larger. Uh, again, we can't determine the exact origin. Uh, if you move out of the smoke, I think we can. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm I can move four times my speed, so I can move 120 feet in so full you're gone. on, full flat out run. Okay. Uh, and yeah, so and just I'm, push yourself over there. Yeah, and I, I'm okay. now uh, about uh, 30 feet. Well, off he's the now map. in the iPad. I'm just gone. No words to my friends aside from <laughs> once again the ambiguous <laughs> sounds of screaming and flailing arms. Zornia, knowledge. Okay. Arcana. I'm Arcana. Guessing. 20. Okay. So, I'm gonna change a little bit how we do this. You can know two things besides what it is. What two things do you want to know about this thing? General idea, and I'll... His birthday and his eye color. Guessing your favorite color is green. Favorite food? Ponies. <laughs> I guess. Well, what is it specifically? Well, I'll tell you that too. That that's that's a freebie. Okay. Um. As well as its type. 
any special defenses. Okay. And how often can it use that spit thing? That's a good question. Okay. You know it is a forest drake, which is a dragon. Um, it is immune to acid, paralysis, and sleep. And you know that the it does take a little bit of time for it to be able to use this uh, spit ability, this acidic cloud. And judging by how tired it looks, you're thinking you probably have, you know, about half a minute or so before it can do it again. Hmm. A little bit longer than half a minute. You're knowledgeable in the ways of the loopy. <laughs> As Zornia is retreating into tree cloud cover, she will yell out in Draconic to this forest drake. Um, actually, before I do that, could I tell what gender it is? Sorry, sir or ma'am. <laughs> Um, gender yeah, friendly. with the with the twenty with the twenty that you got, um, you're pretty sure that this is female. So, as she's beating a rough, relatively hasty retreat to behind some trees over here for some cover, um, she will call out, "Great Drake, descendant of the dragons." We knew not that we were trespassing upon your land. We shall leave immediately. Um, please do not harm us. And, and then be behind the tree. Okay. <laughs> and Willacoya and or Baracoy. Um, Willacoya would like to bail. Okay. <laughs> and broccoli doesn't run very fast. I'm thinking you might be better served like trying to blend with the trees. Uh, you can still run. Uh, if you guys foot? are just running, I forgot to mention this, Tapros. Oh. You can go up to four times your speed. Um, if you're if you're just trying to get out of there, like flee, flee. <clears throat> yeah, you can do that, and uh, you basically lose all your armor. Your dex bonus. Yeah, you count as being but... flat footed the whole time. Right? Yes. All right. Yeah. So they're both gonna bail. Full on flee. What do I? How do I? Determine? You don't need to roll for a run. You no. just move four times your movement range. And so yeah, Zornia's just like, oh, is me. way out here. Okay. Off so the grid and Barak can make we'll, it. We'll also, um, cool. We'll assume that Z did Zornia want to do that same thing or just do the double. She would have started with a the thing double to get behind cover, to, but like while moving away to indicate to the Drake that we are serious about leaving. So essentially, you could probably make it to the further cover mm, at least. I'm, I only got 50 total on a double move. Right, because you're still trying to talk. So. Am I strong enough to like. Sorry, under my arm, like, for me, Mr. Pig, and oh, run. Oh, no, you him? can't carry very much. You could drag her if she were unconscious, but... <laughs> yeah, just punch her in the face. <laughs> Knock her out. That wouldn't yeah. really speed things up. I just wanted to know, like, like no negotiation. You know, I just wanted to see if I could help. Okay. She doesn't need to be unconscious. As you guys are running, carry me. you yeah. look back, and you see the drake fly higher, probably about another, another like, 25 feet, and behind it, you see another drake come okay. up 
out of the uh, oh, man. Uh, out of the forest. Is the smoke stuff still overkill. there? Do we Is the see smoke them, or have, stuff are we finding a way that we we're don't. just hand waving the rest of this? It's it's gone uh, at okay. this point. Um, you see you the Drake in the back, which uh, Zornia takes a look is now uh, screeches and then Foon. <laughs> there, <laughs> the one that you had been fighting, turns and flies back the way it came <clears throat> towards that area of the forest. We did all that work, and you guys book it. Is, Smart idea. Is ever uh, Consortium here at Everest? Like, if we have a conversation oh, from where we are? We're like 30 yeah. feet away, maybe. Uh, you guys ran into the tree, and as soon as, uh, we'll say as soon as you saw them turn back, you all made your way back to the stream and and waited for everyone to come because it's clear enough at, the, at along the stream that you would be able to see each other. Okay. So. so I'm going to turn to Zornia and say, what did you say to it? I told it that we didn't mean to trespass and that we would leave and asked it to not harm us. And I'll turn Good one. So in other words, yell, she told it That's off. right. We scared him off. You run, you scaly bastard. So you what, screamed worse than me. <laughs> so when are we going to go see what it's hiding? <laughs> it's clearly guarding something. Clearly it has children, eggs. and we will take them in the night for revenge. And we'll ride them. It seems like a married mountains. couple. Probably eggs. We should probably leave the family. You have made a terrible enemy this day. Out of curiosity, how badly burnt by acid do you look? Badly. <laughs> He's unrecognizable. <laughs> Uh, yeah, how how badly are you guys hit? I mean, you weren't hit for too bad, Willacoya. Mm-hmm. Like, are you asking physically? Like, do they look like they did, <laughs> or well, like, or just like how percentage? Much? A rough estimate, yeah, a rough very badly disfigured. Have you ever seen? <laughs> it's like an episode of heal? One Punch Man where does his that... uniform has just been disintegrated. Does does it heal well? Like, is he going to be disfigured for the rest of the game? No. Have That's you ever seen what it looks like when a lightning bolt has struck a redwood tree? That's what broccoli looks like. She has a oh, that's super sad. Up the, up the side. It's all right. It's all <laughs> right. Luckily, he's a tank. Right. He, uh, like redwood trees, he doesn't produce a lot of sap in his bark. It's very porous and moist, so he didn't flame up. You know? We all live. Well, let's say we scared those silly creatures off. They didn't want to mess with this. What if we start going toward the mountain? Do we want to see what it does? We would like to get away from this that, place as soon as possible. That's kind of what you were doing. Well, but the other, like... Hmm. Clearly there's Will more than one of those flying. <laughs> what you're saying is build an army to... of dragons? Um, <laughs> not, not. Who, else has, who else has arcana knowledge? I do a little bit. I mean, technically I do. Go ahead and roll your own arcana. 16. 11. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> I forgot about part 13. knowledge. It just keeps going. <laughs> Whatever number we need to reach. Nimliana doesn't really know much about these particular drakes. But he probably but, does. Ah, flying uh, lizard men. What Willacoya recounts about forest drakes is that they're typically fa- found in young groups called a rampage that sounds so friendly (laughs) which usually contains somewhere between three to a dozen of them you guys we gotta have an army so i'm gonna keep running 
<laughs> and they kind of work as a pack. You're not so. unlike the garden snake. The common drake is quite cowardly, as you've just seen. Oh, yeah. Those are like the garden snake. Of the we have to bail, guys. That's beautiful. <laughs> so I will Zorny's just going to start walking. Yes, back. I, I believe we are just out of this. So probably house. the best idea. I mean, you don't have to do this. Is to follow the stream back. It'll probably take you, judging by what you did, you'll pass by the ruins that you went through earlier. Probably take you about maybe five hours, five six hours. So you'll be home um, well before dark. You don't have to worry about. Uh, anything unless you wanted to stop and peruse the ruins any further but you had already done that pretty thoroughly which is why you spent so much time there in the first place yeah i say that did that yes home before dinner to tell them about how we scared off those silly flying snakes and by scared off you mean vanquished <laughs> so exactly we are what I mean. not lying about that <laughs> obviously <laughs> you guys have a, a, a pretty decent hike uh a few hours any topics of conversation or anything that you're doing? I mean... Plenty of time to sew the tale of how we defeated those nasty dragons. Yeah, we should write a song. To get our story straight. <laughs> you're so yeah, Let's out come of up control. with a story as to why you're all acid. Well, it was a heroic <laughs> victory. I'm assuming that someone might try to heal that. <laughs> Not I. Almost as if, like, magic. Zornia reaches out and touches Nimbliana. She's got her hand away. Get off me. No, I like it. I know what she's doing. <laughs> I think I know what she's doing. Healing him. Sure, not memory lapse. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. That would be fun, but no, not right now. Yeah, why, not, what are you thinking? Good antagonistic teamwork. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's just so what every just group of casters For the greater that's like good. The, that's like the cast member that uh, steals from their, their friends. Yeah, exactly. the, the vast steals majority memories, of memories. the burns and inflammation caused by the acid seem to just close up as though they were never there. Almost all of it. So, Ten hit points back. So I'm just sitting here really tattered. The clothing, <laughs> on the other hand... Yeah, I'm gonna heal myself, too. ...shows telltale signs. So why not? And eight back to the tree. The tree with the Broccoli. Thanks. You've been in the forest with a tree with no name. <laughs> felt good to be out of the Turns place. out all the trees have names. <laughs> you just have to ask them. That's very Pocahontas. No, it was very Will tree singer. Out? Come on. <laughs> like, I'm in character. I'm just saying, I feel like Pocahontas would say the same thing. Pocahontas. Well, right, but She's my she was, animal. Right, she was, you know, good like friends Pocahontas. with Grandmother Willow. Pocahontas. Also a good buddy of mine. Mm. Mm. You know, just saying. You mean the little hobbit Willow? I love that <laughs> movie. I don't believe he was a hobbit. Mad Close Monica! Close that was kind of the Shire. I love that movie. <laughs> It kind of was. It it's was just like the Shire a... with Val Kilmer in it every now and then, which yeah, is all right, I guess. It's pretty cool. My mom had a huge crush on Val Kilmer when I was a kid, so we watched like lots of Val Kilmer movies. So that we'll come included. to a consensus about how exactly we defeated the Drakes and why we subsequently lost our bounty, uh, so that there is no longer any proof of the win. Now that that's all straight, we can head back to town. <laughs> well, you also know... I. I'll throw this out there just as a bonus. You know that drakes in general don't keep hordes of treasure. Like true well, dragons. So, so we just happened to come up empty handed. 
But maybe they killed all the first people. Settlers Any number of things could have killed all the first people. We've yeah, met I mean, nothing but unfriendly creatures <laughs> here. All right, you have a very event, uh, uneventful walk back. Um, <clears throat> so are we coming up with a good story for why he's like burnt to a crisp? Well, like, no, I'm no longer are, burnt. My clothes, clothes are just badly are destroyed. There's any number of good stories for that. Uh, Nibliana gives a huge obvious wink. To Epirus. <laughs> um, she just wanted to burn me. I'm just, it, yeah, I guess it, it would thing. make sense that it was just me. I coughed and burned him. Me and the ladies acid. went on an adventure one night, and well, the clothes just didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How old is Zornia? <laughs> we're just, we're just throwing that out there. Is 52. No. <laughs> well, she's like, how old are you? 200 something, right? Yeah, she's the fogey. I'm 102. I know you're younger than I thought you were. It's like teenage for elf, though. It's beautiful. And we're all normal. Actually, yeah, I'm, what, 21? You're the oldest, aren't you? I think so. And the shortest. Well, I'm the oldest. (laughs) It's the oldest relative age. How's that? I'm the eldest and the tallest. I'm of drinking age. She is, too. (laughs) Aslan has a very strict 21 policy. I'm of drinking age also. Nice. <laughs> we should have our own, like, I've been for you about 81 years. You guys have already years. gotten into a bottle, like a keg of... Yeah, the only ale. beverage I brought with me was Dwarven Stout on this journey. <laughs> 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 Field rations and Dwarven He's Stout. Close, no. They're like 19, right? Well, and Noki's a brewer, so if we need anything concocted, I mean... We know a gnome. I don't trust gnome beverages. You're a fool. I don't trust gnomes. You're both fools. It's fair. I don't think they trust themselves. And they shouldn't if they do. I only trust people that have pasta names. Now, I was so <laughs> caught up in the drake that was going to kill us, I plumb forgot why we had even... Who sent us out there? What are we... What are we talking about with this old journey? I was scared for my life very recently, so I'm yeah. What were we doing? I'm a little bit in the Carver dark about Hastings, what we're doing. Carver Hastings wanted us to look at like that monument thing with the hologram. All right, so we just kind of to explore. He was like, "You guys might find this interesting," and then we were like, "Let's keep going," and then we were like, "Ah," and, we and then we ran some rocks at it. Yeah, and nothing really like it popped up, and it was kind of like very Hunger Games esque. Like every time we went near, it was like ah, and and yeah. yeah. President Snow kept talking, and then the mocking jays, mocking phase came. I thought all of you could even understand what it was saying. But if so you want, just oh, yeah. spell no, no, don't do it. No, we're not there. <laughs> no one ask him questions. So some, you know, disembodied voice spouted gibberish at us, and then I burnt all my clothes. And for what? And as you're walking by the we ruins, you head accidentally off, walk within. No, no. Da da da. So we meander back to town, wistfully. Is everyone dead? No one's dead. Mm. You get back, it's, you know, mid-afternoon, and things are in swing. I mean, you have people on swings, and (laughs) a baseball game where there's swing. No. Angels in the outfield. Things really developed a lot while we were... See... We're going to find out at the end of this whole game that it was like Sixth Sense and, spoiler alert, we're all dead. <laughs> right, the poltergeist got time. us, like, right, yeah, like, right <laughs> at the get-go. Like, yeah. 
That'd be a real bummer. It's very lost of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's very lost. Oh, that's Where's the black smoke? Last season Ending of this adventure lost. is going to be really lame. Ugh. <laughs> 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 find like a cool bunker that has nothing cool I just in. need to. You guys are going to love the smoke monster. Yeah. And it's going to go on a writer's Generally speaking, I do love smoke monsters. <laughs> and the plots <laughs> are never <laughs> going to be good. <laughs> okay, so you guys get back into town with no issues. Well, except for the ones we left with. Right. <laughs> no, additional <laughs> no additional issues. No additional issues. You don't encounter any clothes. additional things. No mocking Faye coming out to mock you like a Faye. They would. What do you do? Uh, I Let's kick back. I go back to the hovel to replace my tattered clothing. Back to the bone shed? Yep. I'm going to go back and talk to my BFF, Carver Hastings. So, what? Anyone else gonna join? Someone should probably go. <laughs> Is anybody going to be her posse? <laughs> I don't usually speak so good. Brock's your hype man. He's just sitting behind you with his branches crossed. Mm-hmm. That's how we do. Branch drop. <laughs> that would actually be a bad thing. <laughs> He's kind of a zombie tree. He's just falling apart. Oh, that's a shame. So you I'm know guessing not what you no. I didn't hear anyone <laughs> saying that they're joining her. Yeah, I haven't either. Zornia so, would definitely go. Zornia is usually my backup. Join her so much as keep an eye on her. I'm pretty sure I'm on a leash. <laughs> I'm gonna envision more leash. No, until, until she nods. Okay, so the two of you make it. Uh, head over to the barracks to look for Carver Hastings because that's where he should be. I mean, he's probably up with the mayor. Before Zornia be, leaves, we make eye contact so, and I'm like, you got this, yeah. right? It's, I mean, <laughs> people would notice. <laughs> you know. Okay, I'm going to bang down the door. Gently. They have no door. Oh. Then I guess I'll just walk bang in. Bang down their freaking beaded curtain. I'm going to stand at the beaded curtain <laughs> yeah. and knock at the air. <laughs> I'm going to go, go, So you, you head inside and, I mean, you find Carver and the barracks, no problems. Is he wondering about that bird sound at all? <laughs> it wasn't really established as a signal. Kaka, kaka, tuki, tuki. I think we have established that kaka, kaka, tuki, tuki does not alert anybody of anything. That should be like our signal to each other. We though, should. Right? <laughs> For all those times okay, we're not so together. You, you kaka, kaka, tuki, tuki. And Carver. Title of the episode. A tropical line of birds. (laughs) I think they're pretty much boobies. (laughs) Is he looking for a tropical booby? Um, I'm going to walk in and just kind of go up to him, cross my arms and say, What's up, bro, Montana? (laughs) How you do, wibby boo? And get punched square in the face. (laughs) No, that slang's very in. (laughs) He gets it. (laughs) He gets me. He understands the I'm assuming (laughs) the correct response would be, Hello. <laughs> Zornia sidles up next to Everest. I don't know what she said, but hello. <laughs> so we went to that place, the one you said we should go look at. Oh, the ruins. Yeah, that was a waste. A waste? Yeah. Did you see was... what we saw? I mean, Little holographic man? Yeah, it, it popped up. Um... Like 20 times. Oh. Um... <laughs> we didn't learn that quick. I... <laughs> Well, from what I gathered from the body language, it seemed more like might be trying to calm. You have a rough 
idea based on that body language. We definitely heard it more times than we needed to due to accidentally leaving the triggering radius. It was about 15-20 feet if I recall. Um, it would do its spiel and then if you left anyone left it and once everyone was gone from it and then one person even just stepped a foot over it would re-trigger. Um, it was some member of the Aslanti time and he kept going on something about the Ion imperative and a blot in the sky to not be worried about it. He, he looked like he was a scholar and he had some sort of weird helmet, had like three tines on it and he was wearing black robes. Yes, I do remember that helmet reminds me of something and maybe you and I, Zornia, can talk about that at a later time. Uh, put our heads together and think about it. Unless you have any idea. I, I could put your heads together. Not what I'm, <laughs> not what I'm asking. Uh, do you happen to know <laughs> does anything spark any recollection as to where you might have seen a helmet like that? Because yeah, I swear I've seen person. it somewhere. I'll have to think about it and get back to you, Zornia. Meta, should I know? No. <laughs> okay, that's good, because I have no idea. <laughs> yes, we can certainly think on it. I, While I was there, I was more focused on what he was saying versus what he was wearing, per se. <laughs> the message was more of a, everyone remain calm, return to your homes, don't, don't worry... Um, we have the Ion Imperative, and that plan will keep you all safe. Um, I didn't think to write it down um, exactly. I just made some rough notes. Those rough notes were almost word for word. So. <laughs> <laughs> she just scribbled on her arm. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, but you guys left yesterday. What took you so long? What's it to you? <laughs> did everything? Did did you encounter any troubles? Always. No, not exactly. I mean, depends on your definition of trouble. Did we die? No, not exactly. <laughs> we just encounter like demons that could fly. At at the ruins, we ran into some local goblin tribe folk mm. and we made quick work of them they're dead they are dead um, <laughs> after investigating a little more closely we discovered that they seemed to use that site as a sort of coming of age strength test of sorts mm. I'm not exactly sure how they were using it but they, they were um, we then strength spent the night there and decided to try exploring a little further before we returned and technically ran into some forest drakes at the foot of the mountain and we promptly ran. When he says she said when it says run <laughs> <laughs> We just kinda of, we walked quickly away from the situation. Not because we couldn't handle it, because we were busy that day. Is this something you think we'll have to worry about? I mean, if you want to go climbing mountains, maybe. But here, at, 
at the village, we don't have to worry about a Drake raid, do we? <clears throat> I mean, it might happen. But what are we going to do? <laughs> I mean, we kind of don't have any solutions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is a tiny island. We've only had bad things happen. I mean, where's the first set of crew that came here? Maybe in the Drakes. Who knows? But why worry about things we can't, <laughs> we can't do anything about? Carver, in the future, maybe... However, I'm able to understand the their language, and the female that first approached us yelled out something about us um, trespassing on their territory. Ebers <laughs> has no idea what they said, but... But... I got a general body language. Kind of like a vibe <laughs> through the cloud and, of smoke, I couldn't see. And they did not follow us when we left. When they, where they first saw us and approached us, we turned and immediately came back the way we came, and they did not follow us at all. They immediately, they themselves also turned around. So I feel like their territory must extend to roughly where the mountain meets that first river stream that's just north of the colony. So many words. On that note... What do you think about accruing an army to go see what they're hiding? Carver, thoughts? Um, as captain of the guard for the village, I would highly not recommend that. Uh, because, as you are well aware, there are things here that can get us. Yeah, these things don't have treasure. Why go after pro- trouble? And Drake's do not really... <laughs> have treasure very often. They're not known for it. Right, forest strikes don't hoard treasure. These ones do. You can <laughs> see it in their eyes. I can see it in their skin. So Empress is going to get killed for some <laughs> all the dragons. I never want it. My arms are overwide. <laughs> this isn't just no. off the rails. <laughs> you just want some, dra- some drake and, eggs. Uh, We're not even on a train. Something in those Milky white fumes kind of getting to us. <laughs> we weren't even. Well, you were, she wasn't anywhere close to us. <laughs> yeah, but I got a vibe. <laughs> she said, It was like, like it's contact. all association. The ground cover was just shrooms and it just blew <laughs> her direction. Yes. The yes. spores. You guys weren't there. You don't know what it's like. We were all there. Well. Well. <laughs> yeah. Please, please yeah, so do not go after those drakes. They may find their way back here. I need to talk with uh, with Ramona to see if there's anything we want to do here to set up defenses against possible drake attack. And the dark arms. Drake attack. As the only ones that have know what this threat is capable of, I ask that you keep a watch Towards the north, and if you see anything, please, please step in to protect us. We will do our part as we can. But you seem to know a little bit of uh, how they they operate. We just turned and ran. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you expect us to do to help you. Yeah, no problem. <clears throat> Definitely, we can do that. So, do we have like a? A scream or something we should do when we're all about to be a um, code when scream. You guys came code in scream. here, I thought I heard a bird. <laughs> yeah, oh! <laughs> Cook 
I think it was kaka kaka tuki tuki. Tuki tuki. I changed it a little. Tuti tuti. That's the acid call. The tuki tuki is like, hey, I'm here, y'all. No. Are you on acid episode? No, let's drink some peach tea. I didn't think you got sprayed. So, um, <laughs> I did not get sprayed. Carver excuses himself and heads out of the barracks to a, towards Ramona's house, and you assume to let her know, and probably a little bit in mid-afternoon nookie. Yuck! <laughs> Afternoon delight. Sky rockets. <laughs> no, no. Sky drakes. And Is there flight. anyone else in the barracks? Uh, there's a couple soldiers, but no one that you... Did they hear about the dragon? Nah, they were... Two of them were napping. You probably think that they're, like, night um, patrol. Sornia, should we go wake them and tell them about the dragons? No. <laughs> so while this is happening, what are the two of... What are Nimbliana and Lilacoya and Baracoli doing? I'm just replacing my acid-burnt clothing. Okay, so you went back to the Bonestead and... That's where I went to. Okay. I mean, I'm glad the that Bonestead, finally took... The Bonestead. The <laughs> Homestead is what I went back to. At least nobody questioned it immediately this episode. <laughs> and uh, on your way over there, you encounter... Dave? No, Jeff. Right? Jeff. Uh, Jeff with Dave. Both of them... Uh, are on their way towards your house. And uh, if you remember right, I don't know. Could they if have you the do. goods they were making us? Ooh, uh, they making that us? Jeff had said that he had wanted to make you guys each an outfit in thanks for. Perfect timing. I believe I got a Immediately going pick. after. <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> the, the threat on uh, Dave's life. And Nimbliana did not want an outfit, but wanted one for <laughs> Mr. Pig. A dapper little... Thing. I should hope so. So, you encounter Worthy them, the pig, and, uh, and Jeff's like, Well, met you two. I was uh, just heading up to see if I could uh, if I could get some more measurements and sit down with you guys and just try to brainstorm a little. Of course, come in, measure the pig as you please. Do we have the pig? I, I should hope so. I thought it was with the pig master. Well, we may need to venture onto the pig master. <laughs> we could just do like this and be like, yes, yay. <laughs> yay, pig. Yay, big. Pig size, you know. You know. I presume you wanted to see the pig. Is there anything else you could do? <laughs> well, I am making four outfits, so not all for the uh, for the pig, mind you. Well, I mean, if that's what you like. Pig fashion show. That's what you're into. <laughs> Are Zornia and Epirus home yet? Uh, well, they, they head up with Wilcoy and Nimbliana and <clears throat> talk, measure the pig, and shortly <laughs> after you, you make your way uh, towards them. <clears throat> and in no time, and you know, you're up there, they're measuring you. I undress for my talking. acid clothing, regale them with the story that we all agreed upon of how we defeated the forest drakes. <laughs> We're heroes. 
It was a valiant fight. We got away with no loot, burned in the acid, as it turns out. Scared the crap out of these two, so then they run back to town and tell everyone else that they get very scared as well. Well done, Nimbiana. Way to spread the word. Only these two. It's fine. They've nothing to fear. The drakes ran off when they saw our overwhelming power. Were they going to get friends? Who knows? Probably not. Probably. Maybe. Drakes don't have friends. They're ugly. And I'm guessing that happened before Zerny gets back. <laughs> that that little tale, yeah, that was before you guys got back. <laughs> um, because Jeff and Dave do inquire where Thorny and uh, Epirus are. But you guys do make your way back, and they talk about the clothing. You talk a little bit about your your adventure, your Hopefully misadventure. Enthralled by my story. You should tell them we didn't make it. Uh, go ahead and roll a sense motive. Book. Let's do this. <laughs> got a one. <laughs> oh, sorry. That'd be a bluff check. That uh, the sense motive would be so my bullet. So that's a nine. <laughs> yeah, he he doesn't believe it, uh, but is just nodding along and like, <laughs> like I'll let him think. That. Sure, this crazy guy just keep talking. <laughs> Don't make uh, any sudden movements. <laughs> And um, the guy who is making an outfit for a pig. <laughs> you trust him. I mean, they've never been inside your house before. Do you Probably never them seen anything either. But, so I don't know what I got to offer them. Today's the day of first. <laughs> <laughs> Do you offer them anything? Because I know Willacoya has tea and you have the tea set. Well, uh, Mr. Did... Pig can make them a cup of tea if they'd like. Sure, yeah. Would you, would you fellows care for some tea? Uh, Jeff pipes up. That would be lovely. And Dave's like, uh, I'm all set. Thank you. He's got a sure. proper voice. <laughs> I don't remember if he did before. But he does now. He's One's the bear. He does for this all. episode. <laughs> all right. Willacoy is going to go brew some tea. Uh, Jeff whips out some um, some fabric samples that he has. Like, oh, these are what I have. Obviously, I can dye some of them. <clears> and... Uh, so you can choose your palettes for your clothing, and Mr. Pig prefers purple and gold. Regal. <laughs> um, so after about an hour, they thank you for your hospitality, and they head out. Uh, and Jeff says, I'll, I'll be working on these. Um, Uh, I should have these done probably by the end of the week. So in about three days or so. And uh, by this point, you know, it's about seven o'clock where it's getting towards uh, late autumn. You know, it's starting to get darker. Do you want to do anything with the rest of the day or turn in? Any of the bear traps that were set have been sprung or anything like that? Uh, you, you go around and check and nothing looks Nobody touched. You check all your in. indoor uh, traps and nothing, and uh, little sensors like the hair across the sills and whatnot, and nothing seems disturbed. There's no cards sitting <coughs> on the table or anything like that. Have we come back yet? You've been back for a while. What? I missed our awesome entrance. It was going to go... Um, so the evening is yours, I guess. 
Better still go to bed. Yeah, I have no downtime skills. I, mean, I guess I can talk to people. Talk at them. With my face hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be turning in. <laughs> My nose. No. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna. What's Zornia and Willacoya doing? Cool. I'm um, gonna go sit with them. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming they're sitting. Zornia has probably gone out to the well, pulled up some wa- bucket of water, and is probably oh, like outside. No. Just pull up a bucket of scorpions. Washing her. Cestus, clean of any goblin gook or yeah. any other stuff that may have Don't gone on. Don't put the water it. back in the well. I wasn't going to. Okay. Not directly. That's gross. <laughs> Dump it on the plants. <laughs> Made the blood dance. No. Our inner gnome is very upset. <laughs> What's Willacoya doing? Um, I think she's just chilling. Okay, I'm gonna go chill with Willacoya <laughs> and start a conversation. Grow <gasps> out a little bit. What are you talking about? Anything in particular, <laughs> or are you just talking? Girl stuff. Girl stuff. Some good one-on-one The crushes girl you have, and mystery hey, date. And... Do you ever curl your hair, though? <laughs> like, is it hard? Is it like, do you spend a lot of time doing it? I literally do nothing with my hair. Yeah, I mean, I haven't done anything. I put it up sometimes. Hundreds of years. A hundred years. <laughs> a long time. This is an well, interesting conversation. Well, <laughs> we haven't really after had much conversation, so I mean, I feel like this one went pretty good. <laughs> so how about almost dying today? It's exhilarating. Yeah, it's that's a, like my life. Every day has been on this island. Exhilarating. All right, I'm off to bed. <laughs> good night. Okay, so you guys go and to bed. Scene. And, uh... Uh, in the morning, we move away from the from the house, and there's out on the water um, at one of the on one of the boats is Marco. He's out there fishing. Oh. He he took uh, the someone had repaired the the canoe. And he took the canoe out and decided to do some fishing. And how is it that Marco fishes? Does he use a spear, a net? Pole, his bare hands. He has bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he cut them off of the way. They're on sticks. <laughs> um, if he's in a boat of any sort of decent size, he'd probably start off with a net for a little bit, and then once that the boat starts hitting a little more full, he'll probably switch to a pole. Okay. <clears throat> uh, go ahead and roll a perception. 17. Uh, as you're throwing the net out, you catch movement. First you think it's a fish, and then you realize it's really large. And you see the glint of something metallic right in front of it as these hunchbacked, green-skinned creatures pop out of the water. They have wide frog-like heads and a mouth that's kind of like a toothy fish, almost like a a gar or a piranha. Merlots. And uh, not being stupid, he immediately 
starts going back towards shore. Um, and probably... I mean, you're not far offshore anyway. You're, you're pretty shallow, but... So it doesn't take you long. You, um, But these fish things are following you. So what do you do once you reach shore? Marco would immediately begin running towards the palisades while yelling out um, to the for the for any other guards on duty to prepare. There's un, some unknown thing in the water approaching. Would we hear that call? Um, <clears throat> I mean, roll all of you roll perception checks with a minus ten penalty. Three. Two. One. <laughs> Twelve. Now for Zornia. Zornia wakes up and at first isn't really sure what that noise is, but then hears more um, raucousness, especially for, for this early uh, in the morning. Zornia, what do you do? This is, just seems to be the John show at this point. <laughs> I'd watch that show. Aww. <laughs> Thanks. Well, right now we're listening to it. It'd so. probably get cancelled, though. Aww. True. <laughs> there it is. Um, Zornia will kind of sit up in bed and kind of wipe her, try to wipe the sleep from her eyes and kind of sit and focus and sit and listen for a few seconds. In that clarity of mind, does she actually correctly hear what now that she's actually like awake awake mm-hmm. um, hearing someone saying to arms prepare the defenses um, Zornia would immediately start running through the house to the other members to wake up and that it sounds like something might be approaching from the sea that we might be needed Epris is just going to grab her greatsword and all her things and just book it down to the water. Anyone else uh, going <laughs> to the... Myself. Well, I suppose I'll meander after her, but not in any particular hurry. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see what this is all about this morning. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to head down too, but I'm, you know, not great at fighting. So... I'm assuming you guys all, if Hopefully. you have that you don't wear to bed, you put on. Yeah, um, I mean, that doesn't take, what's that take? Well, I mean, if it's light armor, you can sleep with it. Like, if it's leather, that's not a problem. But if it's anything medium, yeah, you have to take armor. it off. It takes a minute to dawn. So not really. So I'm, I'm a little bit behind her and walking at a leisurely pace. You know, sc- screams coming from this village, right? Time a dozen. We'll get there. <laughs> what time of day is it? Early morning. Early morning, like 4 a.m. It's like screaming's all they know how to do. Um, okay. <clears throat> Okay, John, the you got to make a decision. <laughs> There's a surplus island population. Who's going? Ooh. Who's going? Who's going where? Oh, are you choosing between Marco or... Zoria. Yeah. Can they both go? I'm going to say where Marco's already right there. Marco. Okay. Polo. <clears throat> I knew it was coming. Okay, so help it. you guys meet up in the, in the Palisades. Zornia is there talking with Marco and Carver, because uh, he's awake now. Uh, Marco is saying, I was out fishing. Actually, you could say this. <laughs> uh, I was out 
doing my morning fishing and I saw something weird in the water and I, I looked closer and they were, they're still coming, but there's these weird hunchbacked green fish looking things and they looked like they were armed. And I think we, it's, I think it's best if we prepare ourselves for potential combat. As you guys all show up and head towards the shore where Marco last saw with Marco leading, you realize that this will probably have to wait until another day. (laughs) 